Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. If you are looking for vendor process training for you or your entire vendor team, head over to my site at DeborahRRichardson.com and click on the Vendor Team Training Solved button to learn more about what is included in the monthly or annual plan and also to download a 2021 training schedule. Get the training that you and your team needs to avoid payment fraud, duplicate vendors, compliance fines, and more. Okay, so we know Tesla has been trending for years in the electric car space, but I bet you would not have thought there would be a lesson that would be helpful for the vendor team. Well, here is a lesson where you can learn from a recent insider threat attempt at Tesla. Keep listening. Welcome to episode 129, a lesson learned from a 2020 Tesla insider threat to protect your vendor team. I often ask the question on social media and when I do various webinars, why did the cyber criminal cross the road to AP to accounts payable? And then I answer it with, because that's where the money is. Well, to dig deeper, your vendor team members actually control the payment details for all payments to your vendors. And when cyber criminals know who they are, they can target them with uh, social engineering tactics to get them to change remit information that diverts payments. The same way they targeted a Tesla team member for a ultimately thwarted ransomware attack. So we're going to talk about the attack and then I am going to talk about the lesson learned and give you some tips on how to avoid it. So let's start with the 2020 Tesla insider threat and exactly what that was. So in Secure World's article um, entitled Russian National Pleads Guilty After Trying to Hack a Human at Tesla, The team uh, article or the article ran through a foiled 2020 attempt to recruit a Tesla employee to assist in launching a ransomware attack on Tesla. And I quote the article now. As it turns out, this ransomware operator likes bribing insiders to help launch an attack against their own employer. So now... The suspect in this case, and they gave the suspect's name, has established a rapport with an employee at a company that his group wants to launch a ransomware attack against. 
And so that came directly from the article. And what it shows is, is that these cyber criminals are trying to buddy up with your employees in order to uh, implement or, or assist in some type of an attack. Now, against the vendor maintenance team, this would be to gain credibility to be able to submit a request to divert payments. Um, but with Tesla, the question is, is how did it start? Well, what's funny or I guess not funny is, is that the cyber criminal found the victim through a mutual connection and established an in-person relationship even an all expense paid trip to Nevada and ending all of that with a $1 million bribe. Luckily, the employee caught onto the scam, reported it to Tesla, who then brought in the FBI. And that was the only way that it was thwarted. Now, what I find funny, or again, not funny, is that all of this happened uh, between July and August of 2020. And I would have thought that in-person relationships, especially with someone that you just met, would have been not a preferred thing to do. But the real point here is that the cyber criminal found them on a social media platform and then developed an in-person relationship and then thought they were uh, grooming that victim to be an insider who could assist in perpetrating a ransomware attack. Now, if you want to read all the details and they do have a kind of a step-by-step -step timeline of what happened, I will link the article uh, in the blog, accompanying blog post for this uh, podcast, and I'll put the blog post link in the podcast show notes. All right, so now let's go to the lesson learned. Now, the lesson learned is really to protect your vendor team from social media threats. And here are four things that you can do to help protect your vendor team. The first one is security awareness sharing. Now we've all heard of security awareness training, but sharing is just as important. Share any social engineering emails you have received since it's highly probable that your team members have received the same email and just may not have checked it yet. As well as any new scam alerts you've come across. As a start, how about sharing this podcast with your team so that they are aware of these four things that they can do to prevent themselves from falling victim to uh, social media threats. So the second tip is all around social media. Don't include on social media platforms such as LinkedIn or Facebook that they or you have access to remit information like bank details, um, remit addresses for checks. Uh, cyber criminals, as in the case with Tesla, will stalk profiles and find a piece of information or a way in to connect with you or your team member and build credibility or trust. Also, you cannot rely on Facebook friends or LinkedIn connections as truly credible because your friends or connections may have been fooled into connecting with a cyber criminal. So in other words, just because a connection or a friend uh, is a connection or a friend with someone that you know, it doesn't 
doesn't mean that this new connection or new friend is not a cyber criminal. So once again, don't make it obvious on your profiles that you handle payment information because once cyber criminals know that you do that or your team members do that, they will find a way to connect with you. And one tip on this tip to avoid fake profiles is do a reverse image search on uh, the pictures that come with those profiles and just see if there are multiple accounts with that same picture. That is one way that you can uh, see that that uh, connection request or friend request as a fraudulent uh, request that can be a red flag. All right, the third tip is security incident reporting. So make sure your vendor team knows how to report incidents. Is there a button on your email platform or an email address to report suspicious emails? Is there an email address or a phone number to report suspected um, fraud that does not occur via email? Now, luckily in this case, uh, the Tesla empo- employee had a way to uh, report this incident and that is how uh, this attempt, ransomware attempt was uh, thwarted. Now I will put a link in the blog post to a uh, video, a three or five minute video that I did on creating a uh, fraud response plan. And this can be, that can be a help in in this type of a situation. So I'll link that in the blog post. And uh, so in the show notes, just go to the blog post and you'll see uh, that three to five minute video. And while you're at it, go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel. All right, so the last and fourth tip here is management controls. So if you, um, your vendor team members uh, do fall victim to cyber criminals, either via email or other platforms, have controls in place to avoid fraudulent payments. Now these controls include management approval or review of vendor ads and changes, and then management review of payment cycles prior to releasing payments so that they can verify Uh, uh, invoices and changes. And I had uh, one client that would uh, separate or pull invoices over a certain amount. And then if those vendors for those invoices had recent uh, banking changes or check remittance address uh, payment changes, so if they had recent remit information changes, then that would be reviewed and uh, and or the uh, uh, vendor contacted to verify those changes. Now I do have more in-depth details and what to look for when you're doing these or implementing these management controls. And they are in an earlier blog post on segregation of duties and accounts payable for SMBs because typically these type of controls are put into place when you don't have enough staff. Um, But they can also be good in situations like this to verify that there's been no fraud. And so I will link that in the blog post. And again, the blog post link will be in the show notes. Okay, so that's it for today. Yes, we did learn something from Tesla that didn't have anything to do with electric cars. 
So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 129th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy. Stay happy.